Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 165, as we continue our conversation this week on finding contentment. For more information on this podcast and other great content, visit purityforlife.me. Welcome back to the podcast this week. A few days ago, I started the conversation on finding contentment. And um, essentially, the the question that I was asking um, is just the the question of, are you content? And do you struggle with contentment? And uh, what are the things in the areas that you struggle to be satisfied in? I I shared how, you know, the men that I work with in, in recovery... Um, you know, especially uh, from sexual addiction, really struggle with feeling whole, feeling complete, feeling uh, content and satisfied as a man. And where they find their, you know, completion, they find their satisfaction in the opposite sex, in pornography, in, uh, you know, in, in, in sexually, sexual integrity issues. And so if we don't have uh, if we don't know the source of our contentment, if we don't know the source of true peace and satisfaction, then we're always going to be hungering, right? We're always going to be searching. We're always going to desire more and desire, you know, whatever, quote unquote, different. But the Lord doesn't want us to be discontented. He wants us to be satisfied. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be complete. And so I shared some, uh, I, I shared a message this morning at, at a local church here in my area on finding contentment. I wanted just to kind of continue that conversation a little bit uh, for the podcast this week um, as it relates to, um, you know, us as guys, men, uh, for those of you guys who are walking in recovery from, uh, from you know, pornography, from, you know, maybe it's same-sex attraction, maybe it's, um, you know, having some kind of extramarital affair, but whatever the struggle has been for you, um, you know, this is this is a real area, uh, a real need to address in your life. Because if, again, if we don't address this, we're always going to be searching for the next, right, the next best thing, quote unquote. Um, and and we have to we have to realize who the source, the real source of our contentment is. And so, as I was kind of uh, preparing this, I asked my wife to uh, kind of take an observation, take a little snapshot of my life. And to see the areas, try to give me some feedback on, you know, what uh, would be a great area to talk about uh, in this message. And she actually looked at me and she thought for a few minutes and she said, you know, I think contentment is something that you at times have struggled with. And, you know, depending on the season of life that you're in, if things go your way or don't go your way or, um, you know, whether it's irritation or just, um, you know, really finding true peace in the season that God has you in right now. Um, and, and again, this is a, a real area that, um, as I begin thinking and praying on it, that I, that I do struggle with at times is, is feeling, is feeling content, right? Is feeling whole, is feeling that, um, you know, satisfied in the place that the Lord has me in. And so just, just a couple things to, to share with you guys this week about contentment. Um, it, it's really, really important to realize that, uh, contentment goes so much deeper than just feeling happy, right? Feeling happy and feeling, you know, on top of cloud nine, uh, you know, feelings are great. It, there's nothing wrong with having feelings of happiness, right? And, and you know, when things are going your way. But 
you know, contentment, right, and, and I guess you could even put in parentheses joy, it goes so much deeper than that. It's really about taking a position that seeks to please God. So, so contentment it is about taking a position of joy that seeks to please God. And the word position there is a really, really important word because it requires, position requires movement, right? It, re- it requires movement and commitment on your part. When you position yourself, you're moving yourself to a certain place. You position yourself around the room, you're moving to that place. And so it really requires us, you know, to be a people who are content requires us to, uh, uh, to position ourselves to a place that seeks to please God, that seeks to be satisfied by God. And so I shared from Philippians uh, chapter 4, I want to share in here, Philippians 4 verse 11 to 13, says that I have learned, this is Paul speaking, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. And it's really important, a couple phrases here. I have learned, contentment is a process that we have to learn. It's not something that just happens when we get saved or when we start walking in recovery or when we meet the Lord, when we meet God. It's just, it's something that we have to learn, that we have to uh, walk in. And it's a process that takes place over a lifetime. So if we look at Philippians 4.13, it says, that I have learned, right? And so Paul is talking here that 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 contentment is it isn't an instant thing, right? And it, it, you really have to learn and take your time and grow in contentment. You have to position yourself, right? It's not something that just happens as soon as you wake up out of bed. So it says, "For I have learned to be content." And here's a key phrase here: whatever the circumstances, whatever the circumstances, no matter what happens, right? Uh, in your life, you know, those of you listening are probably walking through some kind of season right now. It may be a great season, maybe a joyful one, it may be a uh, an exciting one, you know. But but there's also seasons where we all walk through that are you know that, that feel like drudgery, <laughs> that feel like you know the daily grind of maybe just a job you don't enjoy or a career you have that you've grown uh, tired of, or if it's just um, you know uh, that you're struggling with with, um, you know, being a a good dad or struggling with loving people in your life, serving people in your life. I mean, I, you know, I'm in a season right now and it's a great season. It's, it it is, you know, I've, I've come to realize and continue to realize that it is a gift from God, the season of life that I am in right now as a husband, um, you know, as almost celebrating our eight year, uh, eighth year anniversary of being married. Um, and also a dad to a, a, a almost four-year-old little boy and a two-year-old girl, and uh, you know having having a job, um, you know for the paycheck, right? But also the, a job that was really that we were blessed by, um, and even in all those things, realizing that it's a gift, realizing that it is something that the Lord has 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 brought about. Um, you know, there's days that just feel uh, that, that I desire more or I desire different, or we struggle, we struggle with loving and serving and being consistent in our, um, you know, in our love towards each other as, as husband and wife or as parents, you know, and, and my wife was able to sort of see this in my life and really summarize it very well and help me to see that, um, I I can, I can kind of sometimes lose my focus in that area, but whatever the circumstances, whatever the season that you're in, um, you know, we, we need to learn to be content no matter what happens, whatever the pain is, whatever the trial is, whatever the struggle is, 
Uh, he continues to say, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned, there's the phrase again, the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. So a really, really important passage on what contentment really is. Again, it is about taking a position of joy that seeks to please God. It's positioning yourself so that you can be satisfied by the Lord, okay? And that you're satisfying to him. And this is a position that you may have to take each and every day, each and every week, maybe momentary that you have to position yourself, that you have to set your focus, that you have to, you know, set your face and set your heart um, to to be content. Um, You know, how many people are listening where when you walk through a, a trial, you walk through a challenge, maybe you walk through a season, right? That is just where you walk through discontent, you know, you walk through feeling like you're wanting more. And, and maybe the question for you is, you know, how long until this is over, <laughs> right? How long, when is this going to end? Um, but I think a better question that we can ask when we walk through those seasons is how can God use this circumstance? How can God use this trial, this season for my good? What can I learn through this? Uh, remember, Paul says twice in this passage, I have learned to be content. Um, through, you know, maybe bumps and bruises, right? Um, through just the, the everyday, um, you know, living that I have, I've learned to be content. Um, and, and we need to remember in, in verse 13 here, this very, you know, famous verse, right? I can do all this, right? I can do all things through him who gives me strength. You know, the all, all things part in there includes the hard things. So let's not shy away from pain. Let's not shy away from struggle. Let's embrace those things and realize that, and maybe this sounds a little weird as I was thinking about this after after church today, even embracing the struggles and the challenges in those seasons as a gift that that we can learn from, that we can treasure. How powerful would, would that be if we had that perspective, that God knows it all, he sees it all, he's, he's teaching us, he's training us. And uh, so just in a second, we're going to go back to Philippians 3, verses 7 and 8. All right, so let's take a look at what contentment, uh, the secret, right? There is a secret here to being content. We kind of alluded to that earlier in the passage. But if you flip back over, if you go back to Philippians 3, Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8 says, But whatever were gains to me, whatever I thought were gains, whatever comforts, right, in this life, whatever what I thought satisfied me, right, but really didn't, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because, here it is, of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but which is through faith in Christ. So. Here's the secret, right? The secret lies in, in, in the worth, realizing the worth and the value of knowing Jesus, of knowing Christ, okay? And that's really where our contentment comes from. Knowing that God, you know, God has given us each and every day as a gift. And yeah, there's going to be days where you're, where you're hungry, where you're desiring, where you maybe look at your career, and you know as sort of boring and lost its luster you may 
feel, you know, uh, there, there may be days where you annoy your spouse, right? Where, you know, you may feel like your spouse annoys you or, or you guys are just kind of, you know, jabbing at each other, maybe you know, just difficult in, in your communication. Um, or, or as a parent, right? That you feel like maybe you're, you're, just, you're always on your kids. You're telling them to pick up, pick up their toys or pick up their clothes or clean up their rooms or you feel like you're always instructing. There's, you know, there's that daily grind that takes place. But our, our satisfaction, our contentment, our joy needs to go back to realize that it goes back to the source of Jesus, of knowing him, knowing his, his love and his compassion and his care over our lives. That is, is really where our, uh, you know, our, our, the spark and the excitement and the joy can come from. And knowing that he knows the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning, that he knows what's, what's going to take place next. And he provides you with that comfort that lasts. He provides you with that peace that will never end. So the secret here, right? Here's the secret. That is a union, a connection with the living, exalted Christ. That's the secret of being content. And that is the source of what Paul was writing here and our, you know, abiding strength. So how do we make it through the day? How do we make it through a season, you know, or a day or a week or a month or a year or whatever it is where we just feel uh, we want more or we want different? We know the secret is getting alone and getting back to the Father and getting alone with Christ and realizing that He is your strength and that He supplies all of your needs he supplies even our wants at times, not just our needs. He's so good to be able to give us, uh, to fulfill us, right? And to satisfy us in a way that this world can't. Um, so, you know, Paul was able to really operate independent of his of his circumstances. And, um, and, and meaning this is I'm not going to let outside junk, right, affect my joy. I'm not going to let external circumstances, I'm not going to let you know, uh, the season I may be walking through, uh, the challenges, the frustrations that, that will come, all those things will come, but I'm not going to let that shake me. I'm not going to let that move me. Uh, and not going to let it affect the joy, the lasting joy, which should be like an anchor, right? Which takes place in Jesus. Um, so, you know, when we know that our source of joy and our source of contentment is in Christ, then it's an amazing thing. And, And that's where, that's where things become different. Uh, I love this quote from C.S. Lewis that says, Pride is a spiritual cancer. It eats up the very possibility of love or contentment or even common sense. And so I believe that when there's discontent in our lives, when there's dissatisfaction, there's also a great deal of pride that comes. There can be pride. I know there is in my life. And pride says what? It says, I deserve something better than what is in front of me. What do we really deserve? Well, we deserve a lot worse than what we were given. We were given eternal life from Christ. We deserve complete opposite uh, from what Jesus bought for us. In Matthew 5, 5 in the message, it says, You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. That is an incredible word. And we'll be right back to wrap this up. All right, so those are just a few thoughts about uh, finding contentment, uh, the source, who, who, and what the source of our of our you know true peace and contentment should be. Uh, it should lie in Christ. It should lie in Jesus. Um, just, just really, really important. So, just to summarize, how do we how do we kind of wrap all this up? Just in case you kind of skip through, or maybe you're just kind of clicking on this one segment. 
uh, on, on the podcast this week. But number one, true contentment is found when we position ourselves in a way that pleases God. Right, and again, remember we said that word position is so important, right? We can't just feel it, right? We don't always just feel content. We can't always feel, um, you know, satisfaction. But our actions have to reflect that we're content. You know, we have to move to a place in our heart, in our mind, in our soul. Um, you know, position ourselves into a place that is is pleasing to God, and that we can know His satisfaction, His contentment, His joy for our life. Um, there has to be movement that takes place. And then number two, our position is in no one else but Christ. It's in nothing else but Jesus. Um, and, and, and he's the one that we need to seek, right, each and every day. Uh, his, his, you know, our position shouldn't just be in, in McDonald's, right, uh, or, in, or in, our, our, in our iPhones or our Facebook accounts or social media or popularity or, you know, our careers, anything like that. You fill in the blank of the places where you try to seek contentment, where you try to seek satisfaction and comfort and joy. It ultimately lies in Christ. It ultimately lies in Jesus. He is the source of true contentment. So I would just love to pray for you and just pray for all of us as, um, you know, just shared a few thoughts from this message I I preached at uh, uh, Impact Church of Fruitland today uh, in, in Fruitland, Maryland. So Lord, thank you for the opportunity to Uh, first of all, to share your word, to teach your word. Thank you for the incredible impact it has on my life. It's having continually on my life. And Lord, I just ask for all those who listen, that they would be truly vessels of contentment and peace, and that they would find that in you. They would find their source of strength, their source of comfort in you and you alone, that they would position themselves in a place when they're frustrated, when we feel annoyed, when we feel irritated or stressed or just tired of the season that we're in, that we would remember that it is ultimately a gift from you, that you have authored this day, you've authored this season, and we will give you glory for it. We will walk in strength and endurance and just knowing that you're behind every step, you're in front of every step, and we love you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Purity for Life podcast here on Anchor, uh, which is a fantastic platform you know that I'm starting to use and dabble with a little bit. I uh, want to encourage you to use the call-in feature that uh, actually I have uh, a couple brothers out there who, is call- who have called in. And um, you know, I appreciate you guys so much for just your feedback, your encouragement. And uh, please, if you have a comment, if you have a question, if you have a prayer request, you have some uh, something you, you just want to share, I would love to, to continue this conversation with you and about contentment. Next week, we're going to talk about a little bit more about the contentment, uh, about practical contentment. What does it look like practically in our lives to be people of satisfaction? People who are, you know, know that our, our strength lies in the Lord, that we're not dominated by social media, that we're not dominated by our career, we're not even dominated by our marriages, right? That our our fulfillment first and foremost comes from Christ. What does that look like practically in our lives? And how can we start that, uh, initiate that that journey if, if we're not there, if you're, if you're struggling today? So I want to bless you guys and uh, thank you so much for listening to the Purity for Life podcast so much. Go over to purityforlife.me 
and check out all sorts of other resources and content, uh, prior episodes, and uh, all the all that good stuff on there, articles and links and resources. There's also ways you can contact me and contact my wife if you need support in your marriage, you need support on your journey in recovery, uh, please, please reach out to, to us at Purity for Life. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. God bless.